Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Sport the truth and the chance be living. They wouldn't be mad if they had repented. Can't let them come attack our children. Now listen. Okay. I know they mad we win. You gotta be careful. Watch what you eat cause they're trying to put the vaccine in it. My lord, my god, my sword, my rod. This war, I'll fire. Ten thousand will fall by my side. Ten to the lord, yeah, that right. Tell me where to go and I'll Legend talks. We got the one and only ASAP yes, preach in the building. Listen, y'all, not not ASAP Rocky or none of that. Yes, this sir. is ASAP preach, okay? And, and, and it's about always saying a prayer for those people who do not know. So I want to say thank you so much for your time for coming through to this podcast. Man, I've been praying. I know the Holy Spirit is going to move, so I'm excited, bro. Let's I don't go. know about you, but I'm excited. I'm blessed, How man. You uh, just got done doing some work, and um, yeah, man, I look forward to doing this interview, brother. God bless you. I heard some good things about you through Tyson James. Yeah, shout out to Tyson James, man. That guy, that guy right there, I'm trying to tell you, he's just a, an amazing individual. He's genuine, authentic. And I remember when when he came on the platform, I was sick as a dog that day, man. Like I'm telling you, I was out. I was like, we still gonna do it. The Lord gonna have His way, man. We got it done, bro. Yeah, he, so shout out to was Tyson. You was sure. sick in the dog. He was like, that was he was sick. Y'all got to run that back. We is though. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. We definitely do. Because um, I wanted to ask him so many more questions, but man, you know, I was just trying to get the important stuff out there for the people, man. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and start this off right, man. You know, ASAP preach, always say a prayer. So if you don't mind, let's, do it. let's get a prayer going. You sure, know what I'm saying? For, for sure. people that hey, just tapping in. Father God, we just thank you for this day, Lord. Right. We thank, thank you for just the opportunity to just wake up this morning, Father God. We are nothing without you, Lord. And we just ask, Father God, that you would just bring people in to watch this live from the north, south, east, and west, all over the world, Father God. And we just pray, Father God, that your anointing would just penetrate those hearts, Father God, that may be yearning for you, Father God, or maybe in a hard place right now, Lord. And I just, I pray, Father God, that you would get glory from it. I pray you would get glory from the conversation. And I just pray, Father God, that you would just put a hedge of protection over us and our families, Lord. And we, you would just give us, um, wisdom father god or on what to speak father god and them and and that you would um give us revelation the lord and just be able to just we're fellowship father god and and have your way through the fellowship lord in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen amen so for the people that don't know who asap preach is i mean you've been in ministry for um, yeah. over a decade now i like to say and uh, you, you've been making music. I mean, you got an interesting journey. And I know, bro, trust me, I know I interview a lot of people. So I know it's what it's like sharing your testimony over and over again. It's like, man, I've been asking these same questions. But for that one person that hasn't heard it, you know, just for that one individual who may connect and relate to it, I don't want to uh, uh, skip over that opportunity for that person to actually 
um, hear something For that sure. can resonate with their heart today. I was the only child. Um, I grew up in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and my um, my father he never was a part of my life. Um, uh, I, it, you know, there's two sides to the story from what my father and my mom said about the whole situation. And so, uh, he, my real father never was a part of my life since two years old, my stepdad would raise me and, uh, living in a household where they would party all the time. And, and, uh, and me feeling alone and feeling like I had to fit in, I had to make friends. I, I just, you know, I would go to the nearest friends that would accept me. Um, I was pretty much driven by my lust to not only fit in, but to fulfill a void because of the trauma I've experienced in my life. Um, and so, you know, over my, over, you know, times in my life, I would meet my, my real father's grandparents would come see me every now and then they were evangelists. And so they would come and, and share Christ with me. And all I can remember from them is that they would tell me about Jesus and that he loved me and everything. Um, and it, and I believe it stuck with me. It really did. It stuck with me, it made me feel like I was a Christian because, you know, this, this, this is the only religion ever preached to me, you know, and I, 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 I heard of Jesus dying on the cross and everything like that. And yeah, I'm a Christian because my mom's a Christian type of thing, but but my, they weren't really Christian. They just, you know, they believed in Jesus, but they weren't really living that lifestyle from what I seen as a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's, it's kind of like the Easter Christian type family. You know what I mean? They would always pray for me. And so I never knew that you could have a real relationship with God until, until um, I was in jail, I think. I think I was in jail and I realized that I, I was praying to God and I wanted to really test test and see if this God is real. And I prayed to God and I was like, Lord, if this is, you know, if you're real I, and get me out of this, out of this predicament that I'm in, I'll serve you for the rest of my life. But at that very moment, I didn't want to wait on him to get me out of jail. I knew I had to make my first steps. So I was like, you know what, just there's a Bible right there. It's funny how they give you a Bible in jail, you know, like they, they, they know, you know what I'm saying? Like they know. Right. And even when, when you go to court, you have to put your hand on the Bible, you know what I'm saying? The swear, they, they, they be knowing. And, uh, and, and so they gave me, the, they yeah, gave they me the word. But when I was reading it, man, it was really sticking out to me. Like, bro, I was reading and those words were just popping off the pages. And I was just like, man, I felt like I was right. talking. I was with somebody. Like somebody in that cell was with me. And I never experienced that before. All my friends were a no-show. Nobody was there for me but God. And, 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 and I remember hearing a voice say, go baptize yourself in the shower. And I went into that shower and I, and I, and I, just, and I just felt like if I was to come out of that shower, I'd be a new man. And I just went into the shower and I came out and man, my eyes were just open. I was able to see myself as a person that was working for Satan uh, because I was already doing music. Uh, you know, I was already trying to uh, make secular music. And, uh, but I realized I couldn't rap like that no more. I didn't know much about Christian hip hop at the time or anything like that. Um, I just knew that I couldn't rap like I was anymore. I felt like I was, right. 
you know that was empty that was just an empty you know it was just not it wasn't feeling fulfilling me right and uh but i, I knew that when because god saved me i wanted to rap about his goodness and the hope that i had and next thing you know man it, I, I i was saved but it was a it's a very long process for me my process of being saved wasn't like oh man he gave his life to to christ ha happily ever after type thing like it, it really took me time to really right. um you know learn about myself and realize you know and, and and love and learn about god like the more i found god the more he forgave me after so many things after even knowing him made me love him more and so like I, I i had to go through so many mistakes so so many trials and errors to get where i'm at right now you know you got to go through the trial you got to be pressed you got to go through things and trials and tribulations and and lessons to uh you know f f fall down to get back up and learn from it and so that's what happened with me a lot in my life right. and um i'm so grateful he's never just said you know what you failed too much I don't rock. I, I'm not going to be support you no more. I'm not going to be there. But every single time I've ever fallen, I feel like in my heart that he mad, he's mad at me. But that's the enemy just telling me he, he does. You know, he's mad at you. Why don't you just keep on sinning? But God was just right there. Just like, I love you. Come here. Like, I want to help you. You know, don't let the enemy. He was, don't let the enemy keep you like that because I love you. There's and most of the time when we go through something or we fall, we, we like to look at, like God is something most of the time trying to teach us something, trying to show us something, trying to reveal something to us. But we don't think of it that way. We think of us being just a mistake and a failure and conscious of our sin, but not conscious of like the, 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 uh, the weaknesses that we have that God's wanting us to uh, lean on him for, because he's our strength. You know what I mean? You know, you just made me think about something, bro. And as you were talking, I was I was just hearing this in my spirit. And what I was hearing was when you're at your lowest, Perfect. that's sometimes when you're the closest to God. And what that means is it's like when you're going through these different feelings of depression, anxiety, when you feel like you don't have nobody else, God is right there. He's actually close to the, the brokenhearted. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in situations like that in your life, I, I just want people to grasp, like, it's okay. You feel like you don't have nobody right now. Just know God, God is there. He's with you in the mix. Um, I, I know we briefly went over your testimony, but I want to tap back into the depression really quick, bro, because so many people struggle with this on a regular basis, and they get into these situations where it's like, man, I'm just acting out because I don't know what else to do. I don't care about life itself no more. And you actually crossed that, that road at one point in your life, um, specifically when you were at your job and when you got arrested. Um, there's many times I've been rock bottom, whether it was going back to drugs after even knowing God, you know, and realizing that, you know, I am so sick and tired of this. Why do I keep on going back to my vomit? You know, over, over um, you know, of like really dealing with some things. Ultimately, it comes down to me not really wanting to give all to my to God, right? And 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 really putting in the work of of renewing your mind. Um because if you don't stay on point with that and you start and you don't acknowledge what spirits are influencing you, 
then what's going to happen is is that you're going to be um you're going to allow the enemy to come in and and give you depression make you feel rejected by people next thing you know you it's going to lead you to not, uh anger frustration you have a bad day you're going to want to go smoke a blunt you know what i mean and the next thing you know straight from smoking that blunt you think it's just a one blunt thing you now you you stuck in bondage again so it's like really important to like learn how to uh, renew your mind and not only that know who you are in christ because like so many people are out here that just give their life to christ it's a new thing and they don't they don't really like jump into the mentality of knowing who they are in christ and so what happens is is that you know when an enemy tries to tempt them and and they and if they really know who they are in christ they'd be like no you can't tempt me i'm a child of god and just knowing that i'm i'm a over more than more than an overcomer you know and so like i've dealt with um a depression anxiety stress so many times in my life and right now as i'm walking in this season i've been walking in victory because i've been um I, i've completely let go of things that i saw with how the sin has affected my family, how the sin has affected the ones that I love, and not only that, but God. And once I realized that it was affecting them, and, 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 and I was so sick and tired of hurting those that were around me and hurting God, it was just to the point where I had made, I truly made a choice that I was willing to let certain things go that I've been holding on to my whole life. And so still being in bondage after knowing Christ is possible. And so like, that's when you have to really realize that, you know, you got to choose God. You can't serve two masters. And once you're willing to say, you know what, I choose you, Lord, and have no reverence thought in the back of your mind that you want to go back to thinking negativity anymore, to accepting fear, uh, seeing your identity as uh, in being a drug addict or alcoholic or bipolar or having mental disabilities, you really realize who you are in Christ and um and you have uh self-control you know that's a fruit of the spirit is a huge thing is having self-control and once you're able to really just tap into that and know who you are in christ you'll be able to operate it all goes hand to hand you'll be able to operate in self-control and that's a huge thing because you'll be able to really just be like you know uh no i don't want to watch that no nah. and and right away right away because you have to nip it in the butt all these thoughts of of rejection depression you're depressed man no one likes me um hey man i want to smoke right now perfect timing to go like no one's looking let me go to the club or whatever you know what I'm saying those little thoughts right there you gotta be like nah 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 right away because if you don't you're gonna find yourself depressed you're gonna be find yourself in addiction uh battling fear and anxiety uh stuck in the addiction again so you gotta really um know who you are in christ and know what you want because if you don't really know what you want, you don't know that you want Christ. Because, it, you know, you could say, man, I praise you with my lips, Lord, but your heart is far from him. Because your brother and sister are looking at you and you're like, you right. know, they're, they're doing good. And you're not really doing good, but you got to put on that face. You know what I'm saying? You got to really realize, man, it's life and death. And it's, it's whatever you're dealing with in your life when it comes to sin, you got to realize, is it really worth going to hell over? Is it really worth going to hell over uh, sm even smoking cigarettes? If you're, if God's saying let this go and you're over here still smoking, then that's between you and God, and you're already consciously sinning because you're doing something that's already against your conscience. And so you got to really make sure that you're like, you know who you are, you know what you want, 
and then never looking back. That's real deep, man. Um, you, you made me think of a testimony you uploaded on YouTube maybe about a year ago, and you was really breaking it down, like in real full detail, bro. And I felt your heart in that message when you was really explaining some of the things that you were struggling with. So anybody listening to this, I definitely encourage y'all to go check out his testimony. Okay, uh, he really does go into deep details about what he was just talking to us about just now. Um, part of that testimony, um, I, I understood what you were talking about, how there were a time you was going through all of these things and you started reaching out to everyone that you were fellowshipping with in Christ, but you went to everyone but Jesus in those moments. Just touch on that a little bit for us, man, because that happens on an everyday basis and it's so overlooked right now in the in the time we're living in, man. Everyone's always reaching out to somebody for a mentor. We're reaching out to all these people for advice when Jesus just wants to have an intimate relationship with you and connect with you. The reason why I was even staying close to God after I gave my life to God and I was still struggling was, you know, just the hip-hop music that I was involved in, this community of, you know, you guys, was really keeping me connected. But deep down, I wasn't connected to God. I was still smoking weed behind the scenes uh, and, and, and still dealing with pornography. And so like I was uh, behind the scenes, you know, I, I'm all, when, I, when I'm going through something and I'm not really like having growing my relationship with God by reading his word, but I started idolizing the people that he was having in my life. And, like, and, and instead of running to God, I was always running to like, people can can these people hit me up you know what i'm saying or, or reach back and give me the answer that i need because i'm not really willing to like receive it through like the word of god like i i'll be able to receive it from god but like i'd always want to run to somebody else to give me the answers first because they were just at a phone call away right and and that that's that that's what happened right. and i was i i idolized um i idolized people you know to an extent you know when you put in anything before god you're kind of idolizing it and so when i was running to people yeah i was reaching out for help but my help really only came from christ that's deep too man because a lot of people they don't understand that and and it feels so like it's the right thing to do because nothing wrong with that if you're really reaching out to people that's really holy ghost filled and they're really trying to pour into you you know what i'm saying but there, there is a part of that connection that God wants yeah. you to have in your secret place. You know what I'm saying? He He wants you to actually lock yourself away and say, all right, I'm here, Lord. What is it that you want to talk to me about today? You know, and, and it happens even in regular life, bro. Like, I'm I'm going to be completely transparent, man. I've never said this before in any interview. You know, I've had times where even my wife, she'll talk to me. She'll be like, hey, I wish maybe you gave me that same energy when you interviewing somebody. And, it, and this is just me being transparent, you know, no shade thrown. But it means a lot, though, because we can walk this walk and not even see that, you know, like, because we just going through the phases, we going through the motions and time is going by. And as time is going by, Jesus is right. like, I'm here. <laughs> you know, I understand you're, you're doing everything and, and you're doing all these great works in my name, but I need you to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? It can't. It, it does get there in, in this relationship we have with Christ. And so that's why it's so important. That's why the Bible tells us right. not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father enter the kingdom. And so 
there's a lot of people they putting in that work. You know what I'm saying? They they out here, they they doing everything, but you gotta connect with the source at the end of the day. And I think that is so people powerful. Look it, people and then they'll be it. stuck in a in a in a rut for a very long time if they don't see it and accept it and 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 work that out. Mm -hmm. You know, and so yeah, that's right. It's it's crazy what God brings us through, like just. Just like you know what I mean, like we are for such real. a mess. You know what I'm saying, and and I I guess like that was just something that I had to deal with, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that deal with that too. But it's so unique. Like everybody's walk is so unique, and God brings us through these little these things in our life so that we'd be able to relate not only um you know grow and build character, but also be able to relate to somebody else. Right. So that brings me to like the trials and tribulations people go through. You know, so many people give the devil all the credit, bro. And this is something that God's been kind of showing me recently. Like we get a devil too much credit. You you know, everything is the devil did it. The devil did this. The devil did that. The devil ain't got that much power. <laughs> Sometimes we put ourselves in positions because we're not obeying the voice of God. And when things take place, it's the consequences of what we did. Not everything is because the devil did something to us. Sometimes God may be trying to teach us a lesson. Like any good father, you're going to teach your child how it is they should walk, how, how it is they should talk, how they should be raised. You're going to do that as a good parent. There is no better father than the father in heaven. You know what I'm saying? To us. And so we go through these trials and tribulations, and it's like we're being tested, but God has already equipped us to pass the test. Yeah. You know, and and it's okay when you have those moments and you're going through it and you don't really know, like, I'm just trusting God. That's all he's asking, bro. And this is mind-blowing to me because we don't always deserve his love, bro. Like, we don't deserve it. You know, he's already done the most for us. I was talking to someone about this earlier. He's done the most for us. If you really think about it, he doesn't have to bless me for nothing else in my life. He's already done enough. You know, Jesus down on the cross with my Should sins be. is already enough. And the fact that we can spit in his face and, and not treat him with the way he deserves to be treated, and he still can embrace us and say, I love you, that unconditional love, like, I think that goes over so many people's heads, man, because you don't understand how much he wants you to call on him when you're going through your struggles. You don't understand, like, when you're going through that depression and that anxiety, how much all he wants you to do is call on right. my name. I got you. But people will try and figure out things on their own in this world we live in, and they go through every other source possible. And he's sitting here like a tag team champion saying, I got you. Tag me in. Tag me in. I don't know who needs to hear that, but tag him in. He right there. He's waiting on you. You're going through your problems yes. right now. Tag him in. Give him all your worries. He got you. You got to remember who you are, just like you said earlier. You got to remember who you are. you are in Christ Jesus. Yes. Who do you belong to? You're no longer a child of Satan. We, we, he broke those chains. You're a child Thank of God, you, the most high God. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a different walk that you're now about to walk. There's a different path that you're now on. There's a different destination that you're headed to. And people got to understand we serve the the most high God, the almighty God, the creator of the universe. And we part of that family. And that has to resonate with people to the point where 
when you see a devil, how dare you come at me? You got to have that attitude. You got to know what's up in the spirit. How dare you attack my family? It's not about, oh my goodness, the devil did this, that, and the third. Nah, how dare you even try? Do you know who I'm rocking with? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a, a lot of people think Christians be soft. And that's not what it's about, bro. It's about having that passion for Christ. And once you understand that, he going to direct your path. And anything that's in your and way, And anything that's really be in the feet. way is like, is the enemy, bro. But the enemy is at work at every single person's life, even watching this right now when you wake up in the morning. And so there's, all, and, and he uses um, the flesh, you know, he, he, he wants to feed oh, our yeah. flesh. So he'll put stuff like temptations in our mind every single day to do something that is just, whether it keeps us just like in a place where we're not talking about God, even small place like cons uh, c complacency, you know what I mean? And just like, or, mm -hmm. or it could be a serious, like, uh, you know, um, sin, like, it could be a pride issue it could be like something sexual or whatever and um but man like the enemies that really trying to uh, come at us so we have to have that that mindset of warfare of being able to just like at every moment be able to distinguish what voice this is that is speaking to me and is this of god no this is not is it patient no okay it's not a god then you know being able to really and the only way you're going to be able to distinguish these things is if, if you know God and you know his character. And so mm -hmm. if it doesn't line up with God's character, then you just be like, nah, I rebuke you. I, re I resist you and dip because he's going to dip. You just have to resist the enemy and he shall flee. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, he always makes a way out when it seems, you know, out of every temptation. And I've been noticing that lately in my life as I've been walking in victory. It's a beautiful thing. It's just like, you know what? Yeah, we all get these evil thoughts. We all get evil thoughts. But it's the, the are you meditating on those thoughts? Because the more you meditate on, meditate on them, they're going to get rooted in your heart. And so you can't allow um, yourself to ponder on those evil thoughts. As soon as you get an evil thought, recognize the good thought, which is who you belong to, who you are in Christ. And that would just be, be right there, overcome and defeat the enemy. But you have to know the right. word, right? You have to know the word. <laughs> you just reminded me of something uh, Ray Duggar once told me. He said, whenever you hear evil thought, I'm paraphrasing, but if you ever hear evil thought in your mind, you know it didn't come from God. And so if you know it didn't come from God, you should know exactly what to do. Throw that evil thought away. It doesn't belong there. So the devil is the father of lies, so he's going to throw the lies at you. So when you're going through these struggles, he's going to say, you can't make it. You're not good enough. And so if the devil is telling you you're not good enough, that should be a red flag in your mind. I am good enough. He's telling me I'm not good enough. He's going to lie to get me off of my square. So I know I am good enough because I know the devil is a lie. And so whenever you hear those negative thoughts in your mind, uh, whatever the case may be, you gotta you gotta rebuke it with the truth. So the devil is gonna tell you what you're not at, you're good at, and, and God is gonna tell you what you are through Christ. And so that's why we gotta put on that full armor of God every single day, because so many Christians, so many believers are out here without their armor on. And so the attack will come. The Bible says, "No weapon formed against us shall prosper." 
it never said there wouldn't be a weapon form or the devil wouldn't attack us. It never once said that. But it did tell us how to be prepared and that what would it, right. it was all going to be. It wasn't going to prosper. And so I think that's what's important uh, for a lot of us to remember. Now, I got you up here. We've been talking about your testimony. We've talked about a lot of different things, brother. I want you to talk about your goals right now as a believer, what you're currently working on, and new music that's coming out. I know you got a new song on the way. Yeah, we got we got some crazy working. stuff. Uh, me and Tyson, James, Bryson, Gray have been doing some crazy stuff. And we speaking about we 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 really you know talk talking that talk right now you know what I'm saying like we got we got something called Demon Month tomorrow dropping on YouTube music video, um, you know coming at the devil's neck, you know um, against this Pride Month that's going on right now you know what I'm saying we we putting our foot down against this agenda, you know trying to come against our kids and indoctrinate them and stuff. And so we really um, coming at the devil's neck with that one. And then I got a song uh, with a music video. The be the biggest music video of my career is dropping on the 30th called Dead. And I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. It's like eight minutes long. It's like you better put some time aside. If you're at lunch break, make sure you just walk away or bring everybody to the table. Like, Look, we're we going to watch this right here. It's going to take a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 so like grimy, but also like dark. It's it's like dark. It could be like a scary movie, but it's not like that typical kind of scary movie because of it have being like a soldier of God type vibe. You know what I mean? Like you have to see it to mm -hmm. to uh, to know what I'm talking about. But if someone sees the trailer, they're gonna be like, "Man, that's dark. That looks like kind of demonic." It it has a lot of demonic things in the video, but we want we 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 are in a spiritual warfare. We we are we're, we're we see demonic things as Christians. You know, it's it's nothing new to us. You know, what I'm saying we we're gonna see it for the rest of our life. Well, right. we're supposed to just ignore demonic stuff, you know, uh, in our personal life. No, we can't escape it. Yeah, we're not gonna go watch some scary movies, demonic movies, but this has that type of um that uh it has that type of spiritual warfare in the in the song it's really dope there's a purpose behind it there's a message in that song that people gonna yeah. be able to relate to so i definitely love that man what is it like working with tyson and bryson and all these wonderful individuals i i just met tyson um about four months ago five months ago he followed me on ig and I never heard of him in my life, ever. And, and he was like, yeah, I've been knowing you for years. And I was like, okay. I was like, I, you really doing, I, I never heard of his music or anything. He actually goes so hard. Like he is really good. Yeah. And I've known Bryson for a while though. We, he gave me his number a long time ago and we were supposed to do something, but I didn't really know he did a lot of Christian rap. You know, I. I I just knew he did a lot of the, yeah. the Republican type stuff, and I did. But but that was just the only stuff that was actually going viral. He actually did a lot of Christian music. But um, I went out to Tyson James' house uh, last week, and it was it was awesome, man. It was awesome. I, I we we knocked out two music videos, 
And uh, we got three music videos in the chamber right now ready to drop. And all of them are different, different vibes. Uh, him and his family, beautiful family. They, they showed so much hospitality. I'm being real serious. I'm not just trying to gas them up and seem nice. Um, they have like their own garden back there, you know, so the, I was all eating fresh veg, fresh wow. fruit and vegetables. It was pretty tight. That's awesome, man. Um, it's, it's cool to see those kingdom relationships, the way they can grow and build, just be yeah. something so special. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and then as you are in this space, man, we kind of bump heads around the same people. So like, for an example with you, I said, I can't hear it. ASAP priest, ASAP priest, ASAP priest. I'm hearing it all over the place. We got multiple people that we know of, I should say, and they're like, it's like, I heard your testimony. I say, yeah, he, he, he for real. I like that. I said, okay, I see you ASAP preaching. So I had to get you up here, man. We uh, ended up touching bases through IG, man. Oh. But I'm from Virginia. I appreciate what you're doing for the kingdom though, man, because a lot of people don't understand how important it is to say yes. You know, like people, God gave us a free will. You you didn't always have to answer the call for God. You know how many times I, I said in the past, not recently in the last couple of years type of thing, because I kind of realized that I just kept on just like not staying true to it, is I would say I give up. I give up. Ah, I'm done. And every, every time I say I'm done, what whether it's doing music, like I could, I knew I, I never could really turn my back on God. Like that, me giving up wasn't giving up on God. I really couldn't give up on him because I just loved him too much. I loved him enough, I guess, to never leave him, right? And I loved him just enough right, to never right. leave, but I, I wanted to give up music. But every time I'd give up, I'd have people be like, ah, you ain't done. And then I would have a song on my heart within like a day or two. And I'd be like, yeah, I couldn't. I, I'd just go and lay down the song, and it'd be like the best song I've ever done in my life. It'd be like, because it's weird. I'm 35, and I'm doing, like, the best music right now that I've ever had. It's crazy. Like, so it's like, I, even wow. as I'm getting older, I'm thinking, I'm getting old. I don't know if I got this anymore. I'll do a song, and it'll be, like, one of the hardest songs I've ever done. And I'll be like, dang, what, what, what does this mean? Like, I just gonna mm. keep going. Absolutely. I agree, man. I, I, you just made me think about a prophetic word that you had uh, mentioned in one of your interviews. And my question to you is, how do you feel about that now? It was a word that you was going to, God was going to use you to yeah. reach the, the world. You know, it started off with just the nation, but now the world. How does it feel to be um, used in that way for the kingdom now? It's, it's, it's kind of surreal. But it don't make me feel like I'm some super superstar or something like that. You know, I, I don't feel that way. I, I, I still feel like a normal person. I got a family to feed. You know, I got kids. I got problems. You know, I got, uh, you know, normal bills. I'm not rich by any means. You know, I'm rich in spirit. And I, I have cool things here and there. But, like, I'm not, like you know, some like super celebrity got my own, you know, mansion or whatever like that. But like, it, it, it just, you know, it, it, it do feel surreal though, because of that, because I'm such a normal person. I feel like that it just makes me feel surreal. Like, dang, like, even if I didn't have to do another song 
right now for the rest of my life. My music is out there. Someone's listening to it right now and might be crying. Someone might be listening to my stuff right now. Like I get, I uh, one of my YouTube analytics shows every 28 days, I'm there's 660,000 views. That's probably like, I don't know, I can't even do the math, but there's probably hundreds of people just watching my stuff right now. You know, maybe like, like, yeah. and just like, they may really just be like, man, what is this? You know, and, and really find God through that. And even while we're live up here right now, we've had a couple people comment that your music got them through when they were going through different times where they were in jail and when they came out, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, at the end of the day, it's about winning souls for the kingdom and, and, and just truly being a disciple, bro. That would be it, right? I did all this music. If it was like the, in this case, you know what I'm saying? I did all this music. Then I put all these albums and all these people said they changed their life and everything. But he was like, you know what? But after the music stopped, well, you wasn't a, a, let's say, good husband or a good father. And you were, a, 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 you did all these things that that weren't that i didn't agree of behind closed doors when nobody was looking depart from me i never knew you and so it's really important to make sure that like man like you know trying your best every single day when you wake up if you have to fall on your knees before your feet even touch the ground and just fall on your knees right there and just like lord i need you today i i, I surrender my life my day to you I need your peace. I need your strength to get me through this day. Have your way. And then get up and go about your day. Just even something small like that. That's what I'd like to do. I don't do it every day, um, but sometimes right. I, I wake up and I feel the urge right away just to hit my knees right there because we want to please our father. What else can I do to make you proud, dad? You know what I mean? It's almost like it reminds me of that child when they want to help out around the house. You know, I, I want to learn how to cut the grass. Yeah. Now let me get the lawnmower and I'm all excited. And then one day it's like, now I'm cutting the grass by myself. Now I'm starting to feel a little bit different, yeah. but I'm still excited. You got to have that passion. Um, I, I think it's a beautiful thing, man. So before we go, I just want you to leave the people with a word, whatever God put on your heart. Just share it with them, whether it be words of inspiration, motivation, or, you know, maybe it's a conviction word. You never know. Jesus loves you so much. He sees you right where you're at. And whether you seem like, man, I'm in a rough spot right now, he sees you right there. And he won't allow you to go through too much that you can't handle and that all things work together for the good of God. So if every, or everything works out for the good of those who love God. And so if you believe that, just look at it from a different perspective. Man, I'm going through, a, I'm, you don't look at the bills as the problem. Like look at your faith being like, Lord, you know what? I wanna, I wanna maybe God's showing you, you need to just work on your faith to trust him more or whatever the, uh, the issue is in your life. You know, maybe God is trying to show you something. We need to start looking at our problems and be like, Lord, what are you showing me in this? Instead of being complaining about like, it's not going according to our plan or our way. I want you to know that God, you will look, you can even look back at all your life right now and be like, you know what? Maybe God didn't come through on my timing, but he came through for me and I'm still here. Every single person that's watching this, you can look back and be like, you know what? God was still there for me. You know, he got me through it. It wasn't my way or the way I wanted it to happen, but he came through and I'm still here and I'm blessed because of that.
So just maybe whatever you're going through right now, the enemy's gotten you focused on the problem. That's at the uh, at, you're at you're you need to be in a mindset of just being like, you know what, I'm gonna get through this, and one day I'm never even gonna worry about this. I'm a I probably will, I will never remember. Maybe you will never remember the situation ever again. It could be possible, you know. But look at it as a perspective in, in a perspective of just being like, Lord, what are you trying to show me in this? I want to learn. I want to grow. I'm willing to accept correction. And uh, give God your all. Don't give up. I love it, brother. I love it. So um, I think the last thing I'll leave out with, if anyone's listening to this message right now, if the words was ministering to your heart, and maybe you want to make that change and say, hey, I need to do better. Maybe, maybe God is calling me. No, there is no maybe. He's calling you. There's no accident. There's no coincidence. If you're in here right now and you tapped in on this interview live on Instagram, whether you're listening to it on iHeartRadio, whether you listen to it on YouTube, doesn't matter. At the time that you're listening to this, it's on purpose. It's an important time for your life. Um, I, like I said, I don't believe in coincidences. Now the question is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do with the information that you just received? What are you going to do with that tug that's on your heart right now? Because we all felt it. I've had it. Oh, have you had it, uh, ASAP? That tug in your heart where you just knew, like, God God is doing something. He's working on me right now. We all had that tug on our heart before. We know what that feels like. And what happens is when you hit that crossroad, you're going to have to make a decision because Jesus is knocking. He's knocking at your door. He's not going to force his way in, but he's knocking at your door. Are you going to answer mm. that call that's at your heart right now? Or are you going to leave him knocking? Because you see, one thing about it, he loves you. Everything that you've gone through, he's been right there with you. You may not even realize it, but he was there with you. And he's just like that that tag team champion. He's saying, tag me in. Let me help you. Let me show you why I'm God. There's a lot of times we try to go through things on our own, but we have to just trust God to do what only God can do in our lives sometimes so with that tug that you're having on your heart right now i just want you if you if you're if you're serious reach out to me man reach out to me personally i don't want it to be forced i don't want you to feel like i'm telling you to, to say this prayer right now because it has to be a heart change it, it can't be just a, a, a something you're just doing in the spirit of the moment it has to be something that you genuinely mean from the bottom of your heart because that's what it's all, all about you know, we confess our sins, but we repent. And you can't repent unless you mean it from your heart. If you if if you just say the words, it's just routine. So what I'm trying to get you to understand is have that heart change for Christ. Invite him in, and he is going to guide your steps. Come as you are. Don't be that person that says, I got to get right first. I, I'm not ready. I'm already dealing with too much right now god wouldn't take me the way i am that's a lie that's a lie he says come as you are and he's going to change you to be something so beautiful because he already see you mm. beyond what you see yourself Amen. as in the mirror right now he he sees you the way he created you to be while you looking at your flaws and your scars he's looking at what you are called to do and how big of an impact you're going to be for the kingdom how your testimony which may be your trial that you're going through right now is going to be something that someone can also see the light of christ in they're going to be able to relate 
to your story. So it don't matter how low you feel, God is going to be able to use that to bring glory to him. So there's nothing you can do to separate you from the love of God. So keep that in mind. Keep that on your heart. And like I said, if anybody wants prayer, reach out to me, man, because we live this thing for real. This ain't for social media, y'all. This, this ain't just something we do just to get on the internet with. If you ask anybody that know me, we like this in real life. So um, I just want to leave that with the people here that's today. Uh, thank you all so much for your time. Thank you so much, ASAP Priest, for being here with me, brother. God bless you too, man. All right, God bless be a king and a legend, boy. That's a big one, huh? You ain't enough to just be a king. And you got the lion in the background, boy. You's a dangerous guy, man. <laughs> you are put through the fire. The only thing that kept me going was I knew it was going to happen. I believed it was going to happen. Oh, I used to print out that list, and I would put my name at the top. I would white out the person at the top, and I'd put my name. Now I'd print out that list and I'd keep it in my pocket for the next four months until one day the email that I got had my name at the top.